Welcome back to Purse First, the only podcast exclusively for the girls and the gays who rap. I am Landlord Fish, Miss Pearly. I know AKA. that's right, Landlord. Come on, homeowner. And I am Cecily, also known as Bad Fat Black Girl, also known as a tad asshole. <laughs> because I too am trying to be a homeowner and a bitch has been working. Okay. Ooh, let me know when you want to cry because Ooh, they go child. they go get you down to your last emotion and they go twist and turn, Ooh. honey. I'm coming over here a house. Uh, me and Pierre are both going to be in Chicago for the holidays, and I'm coming yes. over Pierre's new house to see it. I cannot yes. wait. So I'm bringing yes. my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this we are so excited to be here because not only is this the season three finale, this is also our dirty thirty episode. This is the thirtieth official episode, not including bonus episodes, but this is the thirtieth official episode of purse first and we are just i'm really excited and proud of that like i'm ugh. proud of you i remember when you first called me and was like so i want to do a podcast and you you my co-host i'm like damn bitch you not gonna ask Pierre loves to lie. Oh my God, he loves to lie. But yeah, we'll go with that story. And you said, and you said yes too. Y'all make sure y'all give us. So since this is our special 30th episode, we are doing things a little bit different. So make sure you head over to Patreon where where you can listen to the Ass Lash. You can listen to the Industry Tea. We got to talk about Sweetie's album flopping and also oh. Megan. Megan showing up to um court with that Bob. Someone named B.O.B. So they calling you Bob, Bob, Shout, Bob. Out, shout out to Black China for setting the trend of having a legal wig, okay? Yes. You're not a bad bitch if you don't have a legal representation wig ready for when you and, pull up to the court. And we gonna talk about all that. So make sure y'all go to Patreon and we go Kiki over there. Absolutely. Okay, so now it's the highlighted episode because this is our season three finale and it's also the end of the year. We thought that it was only right to basically do our own best of 22 purse first edition. Not the so VMAs. We've, yeah, period. You know what I'm saying? VMAs who? So we've come up with our own categories that you've probably already been seeing on our Instagram at Purse First Show and all the nominees are rap girls and gays. And so Pierre and I are going to uh -oh. discuss our nominees collectively who we've all, you know, who we put in each of these categories and we're going to announce who we think the winner should be after we debate about it and come to a consensus. So me and Priya are going to have to fight a little bit because we're going to have to make our case. You know what I'm Probably saying? Probably not. The girls was getting on my motherfucking nerve this year. I <laughs> oh, y'all was working my nerve this year, honey. Yeah, Pierre going to be like, let her have it. <laughs> So, if you was in the comments arguing on social media, now is your time to be vindicated, okay? Let's get into it. The first category is yes. Best New Artist. Now, this category is for the new girls who came on the scene and blew us away, okay? Not not y'all cousin, not, you know, they, <laughs> they, they blew us away, okay? <laughs> 
The nominees because <laughs> you know bitches be like, why my cousin not nominated? Girl, I don't know. Right, like, don't nobody know your cousin, girl. <laughs> Best new artist. The nominees are <clears throat> Glorilla. Big Glow. Maya the Dunn. And myself easy. And Ice Spice. You thought I was feeling you. You thought I was feeling you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so y'all already know who I put on the list. Yes, Glorilla. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, and I and I I also put Maya Don on the list. Yes, and I love Maya Don. I love everybody else in this category, but this category is kind of not up for debate. Like (laughs) we already know, Big Glow. Ain't this, like <gasps> yo, my what is she? Did we give her a relationship to us yet? Is she our Ooh, cousin? Glorilla? Niece? Yes, because mm. our niece, goddaughter, our goddaughter. Yeah, that's our goddaughter. <laughs> Glorilla is our goddaughter. For sure. Our goddaughter has been working these hoes. I am Period. so proud of her. Um, she's up for multiple awards. <laughs> she is. She's up for multiple parts, first awards this year. Let's go. No, for real. Like, I, okay, I, I do just want to say though. So, you know, for Maya the Don, Maya the Don is a plus size rapper from New York. She got a song that's going viral right now on a TikTok. Um, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And just giving the, the tail feesies, the, mm-hmm. the, the props that they deserve. But also yeah. she just is like a real, like just hard spitter. And she's such a bad bitch. She's gorgeous. Bitch. I love Maya the Don. So shout out to her. And then Pierre. And I put Ice Spice. Y'all, Cecily introduced me to this carrot top girl. <laughs> and I have, since the first day, Cecily was like, look her up. Y'all, this bitch is everywhere. I cannot turn on my computer without seeing her. She people are um comparing her to God, basically saying like a lot of the shit she say is in the Bible. Um and and it's just amazing. And I'm just like work, sis. <laughs> All right. So um, I mean, y'all, obviously the winner for best new artist of twenty twenty two is Glorilla. I mean shit to be honest she needs to be that at the grammys as far as i'm concerned but for purse first it's definitely glorilla but also shout out to all of the nominees all right so the next category is verse of the year um and the nominees are mona leo on body bag mm-hmm. when shorty said i kill you and let my cousin do a tiktok on your grave baby jesus christ oh my baby. god baby Megan the Stallion on Anxiety. This was Pierre's pick. I love a good cry. And Cardi B for Tomorrow Too, which is Glorilla's song. Pierre, I would like to hear your nomination. I would like to hear you explain why you chose Anxiety so in particular. Let me t- let me tell you. So understand, I already have a winner in my head. Okay, the winner was already on there before. Period. I- <laughs> Period. <laughs> and I know I'm gonna lose my barb card. 
Um, I've been losing. You know, y'all been writing me so much about losing my Bob card this season. So um, I'm gonna have to get it back next season. Um, but you know, you might not be losing your Bob card because you know we found out that that verse wasn't about Nikki. Mm-hmm. That Nikki stayed out of that. Nikki got right up out of that one because that verse apparently ain't got nothing to do with Onika. Um, but, but catch us on uh, catch us on Patreon for that tea. Okay. Um, Meg Anxiety. When we first um discussed her album, I told y'all this was my favorite song. Um, seeing her perform it live, um, which she's nominated more for the Purse First Award. Um. All of these things just really solidified that as one of the best verse for this year. Like anxiety mm-hmm. is so relatable. We we both be going through anxiety and all that other shit. And just seeing her cry, I was just like, mm, this song yeah. is really good. But anyway, so how she carried it, like how she yeah. carried the verse. Yeah, that is. True. And it's and that it's was really lyrical. It's you know, yeah. it's very different from you know the other type of songs we've been beating the bitch up eating my pussy type shit. Like, all that shit we've been listening to the whole year, which I love. This was very different, so. Yeah. Or doing TikToks on bitches' grave, so. (laughs) Facts. Shout out to Meg. However, although, I do not think Yo, yo. She can win. She can win my twin and them. And we all look good as fuck. She say yo. she my op, but I don't know. I had to, to look her up. up. Yo, yo, baby, yo, yo. I'm sorry. Yo. Cardi slid that that Cardi slid. Yo, she just yo. did. Um, whoever wrote that for Cardi B, I appreciate you. Some little Pierre. <laughs> Don't start this, friend. This is not a normal episode. We are bringing the good vibes. It's the holidays, friend. Yo, that bitch said <laughs> fake bitch. That's why my friend fucked on your nick. Like I love uh-huh. shit like that. It was the aha uh-huh in the back for me. <laughs> it's so much shit. And the episode before and, she and released it. To be honest, Pierre, that's why. I, that's why I think she actually. I think she. I think Cardi practice with that pen for this one because it was too personal there was definitely some supporting characters in the studio like it always is okay but i think cardi was like no i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop sleeping on cardi pen i'm gonna stop sleeping on cardi pen the reason I, if you I talk know about Cardi personality pen, you know some of the shit yeah, has to come so, from her brain and this, you know? is, this is really why as a rapper i can always tell when someone wrote their lyrics and this song is so like cardi i can tell that you know, her pen was touching the paper on yeah. a lot of this, on a lot of this. Some of this oh, shit right. was just so clever. I'm like, Cardi, bitch, when you get, your, when you go to school, girl, like, girl. <laughs> she so on shout my, out to I Cardi. I say on her mind, I got condos in that bitch head. Like, sure. I love it. Purse first award goes to yeah. verse, verse of the, of the year. year. Cardi being on tomorrow too. Um, <laughs> The next category is best performance. This category is about live performance or televised performance this year. Um, it's been a lot of shit. Oh, it's been a lot of um, TV shows and mm-hmm. concerts going on. So, 
This might be tough, Cecily. This one might be tough. This one might be tough. Yeah. We got Meg the Stallion on Saturday Night Live. Lil Nas X on Mon- Mon- the Montero tour. I love Lil Nas. <laughs> Nicki Minaj at the VMAs in which she received the Video Vanguard Award. Um, <laughs> and Santana on Montero tour, which I saw live. Okay. Let's talk about it. So, um, when I see this, I automatically think of creativity on all four. All four were super creative. Um, Lil Nas X tour was fucking amazing. It was like gay boy heaven. Yes. And the thought put behind it, like the playbills, like it was a Broadway show. And it was. Like... There's nothing yeah. in me that doesn't think that was a Broadway show. Facts. Um, so I'm gonna just put that up there. Um, Santana came out as a surprise on the tour. Um, versus, so his is kind of like shorthanded because his was like one song, but it was really, really good. So I'm gonna put that like at the bottom. But I think it deserves an honorable mention because I was screaming when I seen him come out. He pumped out with a little skirt, little little one two one two, and he, he released the a, yeah he released a new you know he released a new song with Lil Nas X, and I'm like y'all need to drop this song. So I cannot I think wait for them to drop that song. Honorable mention. But speaking of speaking of Santana though, I actually was going back and forth about actually nominating Santana for when he performed with Madonna when they did the Material Girl collaboration. I was thinking about that too. I was because thinking about that was that good too. too. Shout out was, to Santana. I was thinking about that too, but they were like everything Santana. I was thinking of it was like a one-two, a one-two versus all the nominees. These bitches doing live shows, live. But that's also, yeah. give my girl Santana a whole motherfucking concert. Quit playing Period. with her, bitch. Yeah, put Santana on tour. Facts. Like, a, a solo, her own tour. She deserves. Um, So, I put Megan Thee Stallion on SNL. I think, really going back to what Pierre was just saying about how, you know, Megan leaned into anxiety as, and it's so, it's so interesting because it's very clear that like anxiety under any other circumstances anxiety would have never been a single you know what i'm saying anxiety would have never been the type of song that you know somebody would have meg or anybody else would have went out with from the album but in the context of everything that's going on like it was important to her and she did and i think the performance that she did on snl it was just so heartfelt it was it was beautiful the concept was gorgeous it definitely reminded me of pretty hurts shout out Mm. to beyonce um but i mean yeah that's really like a a top that's really competing with montero's tour for me because i i truly thought that that was a really beautiful performance and then uh, i threw an entire party for this Nicki Minaj VMAs party, VMAs award. I threw it. I threw a whole party. Um, Cecily, you can shut the fuck up, okay? Like <laughs> the queen this year. 
Y'all order all that motherfucking chicken and put on all that pink for that. <laughs> Ooh, child. Y'all should gonna stay at home. The queen, um, the queen finally received her flowers this year from the VMAs. And which she deserved. Which she deserved. And I like the performance. But overall, I think Megan should win. I think it goes to Megan too. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. To Megan Thee Stallion for her performance on SNL. That is Purse versus 2022's best performance of the year. We love you, Meg. I'm a hottie forever. All right. Now, this next category is most innovative artists. Now, we're really thinking about artists who, you know, push boundaries, moved femme rap, queer rap forward, and just kind of, you know, like made us excited again, you know, in some way. So, I would say my nominees, and then I'm going to let Pierre say his nominees because I don't really think we're on the same page. But so my nominations are Lil Nas X. Um, I think, it, again, I think going back to the Montero tour and also the Montero album, which I feel like was snubbed by the Grammys by, I mean, like that album was truly phenomenal. The build up to that album, the way Lil Nas X has just like positioned himself in the industry, like the, stop playing. With, and I think because Lil Nas X is like, I feel like Lil Nas X look at Lil Nas, people look at Lil Nas X as a pop star, even though he's a rapper. They just, I don't feel like he's ever in conversations about hip hop, but like he actually is like doing such interesting things in hip-hop as a rapper and then i also nominated saucy santana honestly like for a lot of the the same reasons you know i know that we're very used to seeing santana now like santana has been famous for you know a few years but like i really don't think we like take the time to like step back and think about how radical it is that we have a gender non-conforming queer man taking up the type of space that he's taking up in hip-hop like that shit like i did not ever think that we was gonna be here you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like where somebody like santana could just pull up to all the places where santana pull up dress how santana want to dress even being a plus size film mm-hmm. person you know what i'm saying like santana performing and attending fashion weeks and you know like I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like I love it. there's not enough that we can say about how important mm-hmm. that is. And so I felt like Saucy Santana is also one of the most innovative artists this year for that. And my bitch had a motherfucking Madonna feature. Stop playing with Santana, even though Madonna racist, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop playing. She She's a culture vulture. Well, She's she not a racist. Vulture. She a yeah, culture she, yeah, vulture. <laughs> she just a culture vulture. That's bad. But I mean, <laughs> But bitch, she tapped into the right part of the fucking culture when she when she linked up with Santana for that. And so, I mean, and then also just like how Santana works with the girls. Like, I yeah, I love it. I'm here for Santana. So those are my nominees. We have two yeah. more nominees in this category. One of them I strongly disagree with, and the other one I just mildly disagree with. Which one you mildly disagree with? I'm gonna let you go ahead and just explain your rationales first. Well, let me first start with Lotto. Okay. This strongly week. disagree. Okay, me too. Um, I went with so Lotto. Why you I went with not. I went with Lotto because I was trying to remove bias. I was trying to remove my bias, and I was trying to think of the people who are Cecily and I are 
officially in the auntie uncle stage of our lives. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to think of the, the kids and they are loving Lotto. They are, they are loving Lotto, loving what she's bringing. They introduced like Lotto is introducing Mariah Carey to the kids. Like (laughs) these young folks, they like, oh my God, who is this lady on Lotto's song? And I'm like, bitch, this is the wow. lady whose song she sampled. So that is why I nominated Lotto because I tried to remove my bias and say, mm, I'll just put Lotto. Y'all know I want to put Lotto. I'm a fucking Barb. Quit fucking playing with me. Speaking of Barb, Nikki fucking Minaj. Let me tell you why. One, um, Nicki Minaj has been in the game for as long as she's been in the game. We don't have to go through these numbers. And this year, besides the obvious that the rap scene is very boring without Nicki Minaj. If Nicki Minaj is not doing nothing, these hoes are boring. But that 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 goes to the next category. We'll get into that. But as far as most innovative, Nicki Minaj released songs this year in which she did Full the stop, remix. Period. Nicki Minaj she, released songs this year. No, let me tell you. Let me tell you what was very innovative, and everybody was like, "Oh, she dropped a remix, and she had the cover art featuring like six, seven other bitches, and she only put their booties on the motherfucking cover art." So she had the whole Twitter trying to figure out who asked. Wait, that's wait. Rewind it. Roll it back. The first song she remixed, she just put. A suitcase with all the cities from these bitches where they was from. And everybody was like, oh, Chicago, this must be Cupcakes. Oh, Miami, this must be Carisha. Oh, like everybody was trying to figure it out. And it built up this whole anticipation on who is going to be featured on Nicki Minaj's song. Who is Nicki Minaj going to crown like this princess? And it was just amazing and it made us tune into queen radio again and all this other shit and we were just we stayed up all night as she went verse by verse introducing bitches to the world she did jt katie got bands and that really moved film rap forward like katie got banned like wasn't in the public spotlight no matter how much we wanted her to be. She hasn't been in the public spotlight. Speaking of Katie got being girl, why you didn't come to the motherfucking big jam? I am so mad at you because they. She said they wouldn't let her perform because she was late. Yeah, that's they yeah. It was on to other people, but but she but wasn't late. It wasn't like ten minutes, twenty minutes. This bitch was hours late, Cecily. Oh wow, she was hours late, and I only know this because I know the people who choreographed all her you know the dance teams she would go have a whole dance teams of chicago like a hundred yeah, yeah all the dance that teams been dance with her. so all the dancers are there in their uniforms thinking they at the bud billiken and shit and they never got a ah. chance to perform because katie's showing up two three hours late and katie got bands is not the headliner girl you can't you can't show yeah, up three hours that late, late baby yeah but okay, okay. anyway, that's why. Okay, I think so between Lil Nas X and Saucy Santana, who's the most innovative artist? I'm gonna say Saucy. Lil Nas ain't doing nothing. Lady Gaga ain't did. Ooh, okay. The most innovative artist sh- for the first that first was, 2022 that awards. Was not Shay Lil Nas X. I have no notes. I have no notes. <laughs> I have no. 
<laughs> I have no notes. Take us to the next category. Okay, next category, messy. Now, Cecily added this category just to be petty. She's always been petty. And the, <laughs> look at her nominees. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. Asian Doll, mm-hmm. JT, mm-hmm. and Belkalis, Cardi B. Congratulations, Nicki. No, no, no. Winner of the Messiest <laughs> Award Let me tell you why I think it's Cardi B, okay? <laughs> Cardi B does not let shit slide. And most of the time, you don't know Cardi B is in beef until this bitch gets on Twitter and be like, them hoes are talking about me at a party, so I'm here to address it on Twitter. Now, Nicki Minaj throw her little sub tweets every now and then, and you be like, what is this bitch talking about now? Nicki Minaj goes after corporation. Nicki Minaj goes after the Grammys. Nicki Minaj goes after Billboard. Nicki Minaj may say your name while she's going after these corporations, but Cardi... Be like, JT, you a dog face hoe. You a lap dog. You this. You this. You this. You that. You this. So I think it's Cardi, but we gonna get a award to Nicki Minaj because she is the queen and she deserves to win whatever she's nominated for. Great. <laughs> Next category. Congratulations, Nicki Minaj, for winning the Purse Parts 2022 Messiest Award. I wasn't even finna argue about it, but I do want to give an honorable mention to Asian Dog because that bitch always, that bitch was in jail this year, child. <laughs> Ooh, she definitely a runner up there. All right. This category is best bag chaser. This is basically, so when you think of like Paper Trail, we're thinking about people who had like career glow ups, like real in dope, dope endorsements, or just like making good money moves this year. So the nominees are. Carisha, who I really nominated for thinking about the success of Carisha, please. Um, and Bag and Diddy. Um, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto Rican princess. Now, let me tell y'all why. Because Jocelyn is running the Zeus Network, okay? Like, between her and Natalie Nunn, and Jocelyn is about to be on um, College Hill. Like, I think that Jocelyn, the, Jocelyn's evolution in TV after she had a big year with her music would do it like a show B day and all of that. Um, I think she deserved a nomination for that. And then Santana and big glow. I nominated Santana and glow because they both received, uh, label deals this year. So true. True. Um, but a label um, deal is just really a baby step. So I don't feel like that makes you a bag chaser because you still got to earn that money back for the label. I mean, it was a career glow up. It was a, from it was a in, career glow up. I mean, think about tomorrow too, getting Cardi B on that track. That was only because labels, all that Madonna, we see Santana everywhere. Like with Madonna, all this other shit that is because you have a label behind you. It is clear evident like their careers when they were independent versus like them having labels. Like it is very clear. True. But I'm giving it to Carisha. (laughs) You can give it to that. (laughs) I, yes, Carisha. My girl, my girl, I'm sorry. Carisha, Carisha has just really shown me that she's a grown woman. She's always been this grown woman, but I always think, you know how when you old, you be like, them the kids, them the kids. I always thought of her as one of the kids. 
Um, uh-huh. But baby, that is a woman. City girls up hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all Period. I'm gonna say. Period. Okay, Pierre, this is a big one. Take us this a, to the next This is a big one, y'all. This is a big one, y'all. Now, song of the year. This is the song of the year, y'all. This has this is the song that has had their foot on our neck for a whole year. And it is the nominees include Tomorrow Two with Glorilla and Cardi B. Period. Super Freaky Girl, Nicki Minaj. It has not left the chart since it has came out. Booty by Santana. That is like his debut single since he got signed. Shout out to Santana. And my carrot top girlfriend, Munch by Ice Spice. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? Well, um, <laughs> I'm, I could pretend like it's a tough category, but congratulations to Cardi B yeah. and Chlorilla for tomorrow too, because that is the song of the year. I'm so sorry. Shout out to Super Freaky Girl. I I, um, I really wish I had an argument. I really do because Super Freaky Girl it did what it was supposed to do. It has Fact. not left the top ten since it has came out, and it debuted at number one. It broke so many records, but Fact. tomorrow too cannot. Rele- like release release me unhand me please unhand me I don't know who I'm into it with I don't know who I'm beefing with but I swear to God this song be making me want to beat they ass so every time you know what Beyonce says sometimes it's not about the numbers it's about the cultural impact mm-hmm. of the song and tomorrow too is a perfect example of that especially when yeah. you look at it next to super freaky girl because it didn't do nearly the same amount of charting or numbers that super freaky girl did but the whole that tomorrow too has on the culture is just it's it so oh, it goes up in a club oh have you heard it yeah. in a club yes Cecily. yes bitch i'll be doing a knock yes. if you buck fist there girl. are pictures of me with my wig oh. slipping back on stage rapping fucking so hard to tomorrow <laughs> yeah but we're gonna talk about it all um, right now next category is album of the year which you know honestly i just want to say the category itself is underwhelming because bitches wasn't making oh, albums you know oh, what, I'm what is real. wrong with you bitches oh y'all get, we should have put beyonce nerve. renaissance in this shit i mean honestly i, I mean she the way she was rapping on he did uncle johnny made my address that she said next he looked like that she really beyonce should have won verse of the year for that me off i'm hot 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 that was that was rapping bitch anyway the nominees for album of the year are Anyway, Life's Great by Big Glow. Technically, it's a mixtape, but it's a hip-hop show, so it counts. Traumazine by Megan Thee Stallion. And 777 by Big Lotto. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm torn between Meg and Glorilla. Me too. I'm gonna give it to mm. Meg. I'm gonna give it to Meg too, but I, but baby, but Glorilla... But still do better. <laughs> yeah. I like Traumazine. I... I know we disagreed about this, but I like. No, we we both said Traumazine was a solid piece of work. Period. It was just boring. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, all these albums was boring except except Glorillas. To be honest, because Nutquake is my shit. Oh, you know what? Glorilla album had a hold on me when I listened to it too. Yes, I don't know. Wait. 
Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, it's should we me. give it to no? Because no, it's well, you know what? Mm. <laughs> Wait, friend, don't I'm make think, me do. Because now don't I'm thinking about Glorilla. Uh, you know what? My mind automatically went to Meg because she's seasoned and she. I feel like she kind of worked hard for. And if you think about like you know, just like. The rollout like, and the, the rollout the video, but I'm like she had the video for blessed, the video for that's, tomorrow. That's too. what made me start thinking. Like Glorilla kind of put some work in. I mean, and like, tomorrow too is on that on that mixtape. She was performing on Grammys and shit, and I don't know. It's up to you. And I do like red wine. Yeah, it's up to you. All right, the 2022 purse first album of the year. Goes to Glorilla anyway. Glorilla. Life's great, and here's why. Here's what tipped me over. Here's what tipped me over. Here's what tipped me over. Because it was an album that we was actually excited about. Like we were anticipating that body of work from Glorilla. Like I remember when Meg dropped Traumazine, bitch. Remember we was like, why you ain't tell us she was making a fucking album? This is inconvenient. <laughs> when Meg dropped Traumazine, me and Pierre was like. We have things and to do that day, baby girl. We need a little notice. songs out already. <laughs> we was like, girl, give us a break. Yeah, Meg, you got to do some cardio to be a Megan Thee Stallion fan, baby, because this song is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got to have some stamina, all right? Wow, that was hard. Congrats to Big Glow. Big Glow is sweeping the awards, Just okay? Sweeping. She's coming. Now, bitch, you gotta bring your ass on this motherfucking show next year. You done won 12 awards. Period. Shit. All right, Pierre, this next category, this might be the most important category for first first. What you think? (laughs) The the next category, baddest bitch of 2022. Period. The nominees include Saucy Santana, Carisha, Onika Tanya Mirage, aka Nicki Minaj, and Big Lotto. To be honest, this category has a very, very clear winner as far as I'm concerned. I wonder, do you are not, we thinking do, the same? I'm thinking Carisha. Oh, it's Carisha! It's Carisha! <laughs> Carisha Yo, has Miami won is me that Young Miami is that girl. Even the like, rebrand. Like, I didn't think her name was Young Miami until you just said it. Like, I forgot all about <laughs> Young Miami. I forgot all of whoever that is. I forgot all about this rebrand, this rebrand, bitch, Carisha. Carisha. <laughs> yeah. But everybody else in the category, y'all did y'all big one this year. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think it's one person on here that really shouldn't have been nominated, but I ain't like gonna go there with you. I'm not talking about Lotto. Yeah, well, you sure ain't talking about Onika Tanya Minaj. Yes, I am. Okay. What 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 outfit did Nicki Minaj wear that you like this year? Does what what Onika ain't do shit but tweet this year and make some freaky girl. Onika is a forty year old woman. Who, so grandma. a 40-year-old woman who is still these young girls' biggest competition. 
and you cannot sit up here and say she ain't. All them bitches still compete. I don't give a fuck. You can call her super freaky grandma. She's still your biggest competition. You still want to outbeat Nicki Minaj. You still scared that Nicki Minaj is going to drop when you drop. You still scared Nicki Minaj go perform when you perform. Because this 40-year-old, name another 40-year-old rapper. Name another 40-year-old female rapper. Always. Congratulations, Carisha, uh, for being a no, baddest I'm bitch of 2022. And now for our final category, we're going to bring it home. This category is for best episode of season three of Purse First. My nominees are episode 25, which was our Rap Girl Town Hall, because that was the moment where we realized we needed to shift the entire structure of the show to account for what was going on in the industry and my second nomination is episode 26 which is actually our history of female rap beats i really love actually our history episodes i wanted to do more this season um and we'll probably i really want to try to figure out how we can incorporate more of those in future seasons but like for example the oral history of the freaky boys episode that's still one of my favorite episodes of the show like i love when we can kind of go back and like contextualize what's happening with the rap girls now so those are my two nominations pierre my nominee nominate my nominees were um episode 27 <laughs> i'm laughing <laughs> <laughs> Double agent and <laughs> uh, the it factor. Um, that was a good episode. That was a very good episode. Um, Double agents amongst us. Oh my god, Pierre was so mad that the uh, barbs was on me. Oh my god, these girls are so fake. They do all. You see what she just said about Nicki Minaj? I don't think she should have been nominated as bad as bitch. Been on motherfucking TikTok. Can't keep Nicki Minaj name out her motherfucking mouth, bitch. A whole barb on motherfucking TikTok. A whole fucking barb on TikTok. And then episode 28, The Sound of Silence, when um after all the girls stopped stop, stop fighting. Exactly. The Sound of yeah. Silence. <laughs> Me and Pierre was so relieved. <laughs> Me and like, Pierre was like, oh, oh, we can catch our breath, child. <laughs> Pierre, which one you think is the winner? Which one was the best episode of season three? Um, I like 26 and 27. You know what? I like Rap Girl Town Hall. I like 25. I, I know I nominated that one. I nominated it because it did like change the structure of the show, but I feel like it was really just us ranting. So I actually feel like I'm torn between 27 and 26 too, because I'm actually, if I had to cast my vote, it's episode 27, Double Agent and It Factor, because that episode did, well, because that episode episode 27 did have some history in it. And that, in that episode, so the Double Asian part of that is, you know, was you know, us talking about you but know, the it factor. Because that was the episode where we talked about Carisha and we actually were talk we were comparing Nicki Minaj and Carisha and even Cardi B to talk about 
how people don't, especially in hip hop where, you know, lyricism is so important and authenticity and things like that. But people really do overlook the fact that sometimes you just have an it factor and that like, if you want people, if you want to really win in this game, you have to have a little bit of that for your longevity because you need to be able to make people want to gravitate towards you. And I don't know. I felt like that, like really, I, I like when we get in our industry bag and I like when we show that we are experts in this field. Like, you know, I, I be feeling like I be needing to remind bitches sometimes like oh. Pierre and I, like, yes, we're fans of the rap girls, but like, Pierre actually is a queer rapper, (laughs) has been for over a decade. Pierre hosts hip-hop events in LA. Pierre works in entertainment. I work in entertainment. I was a whole ass entertainment journalist. I wrote the book on trap feminism uh, about appropriate the appropriation of black girl culture female rap like i've interviewed so many female rappers so like we don't come from this just as the perspective of like fans who have opinions like we actually have certain perspectives in this shit and like i feel like episode 27 we was really in our bag with that one let's give it to 27 episode 27 (laughs) is the best season of season three of purse first Congratulations to all our winners. Happy New Year. Thank y'all for supporting us, y'all. Thank y'all so much, so much, so much for supporting us for three fucking seasons of Purse fucking first. Um, um, and we may or may not have a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? We might have some little stuff coming because, you know, we be, you know, me and Pierre, we be taking our time off between our seasons, baby. We don't just be breaking Nine the hours. seasons. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we don't, baby. So, you know, it'll it'll be, you know, a little while before we're back, but we may or may not have some little surprises for y'all in between, you know what I'm saying? Maybe some little bonus episodes or whatever. And also, I want to speak this into I want to set a new year's resolution for purse first Uh um which is that I really see purse first being outside in 2023 so also be looking out for that be just just stay with us you know what I'm saying we hear we around we are an independent podcast we really really need the support so you can find us at patreon.com slash purse first show we do create extra content over there. Um, that is also somewhere where we will still be giving content during the break every so often um, before we come back for season four. But we really do appreciate the support. And make sure y'all follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Purse First Show. You can find me at Bad Fat Black Girl and Pierre at Prince Charming P. And if you have not already, please give Purse First a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Y'all actually need to understand this is the only podcast that does this like all those other podcasts that have the rap girls they just come up there and ask them how they suck dick this is the only podcast that does this like this so make sure you are giving us a signal boost giving us a five star rating we hope y'all have a happy holidays y'all staying safe enjoy y'all time with y'all family happy new year we love y'all we We also want to say shout out to Critical Minded, which is an initiative to support cultural critics of color, co-founded by the Nathan Cummins Foundation and the Ford Foundation. They have been the biggest plug for Purse First, and we fuck with them forever for that. I holla.